0: Good morning. My name is Sharad Agarwal. I am the founder of OnlyWebinars.com. I'm pleased to welcome you to today's webinar, Putting Health, Wellbeing and Happiness First, presented by Julie Lewis. We selected this topic because post-COVID, we have all had to reinvent ourselves in the way we work and in the way we live. Optimism is essential for mental well-being. Right now, we need to remain optimistic and find an upside in this crisis. Positive thoughts and actions focus on strengths, successes, opportunities, and collaboration. Leaders must radiate trust and hope that leads to positive energy, confidence, and purpose. Let us all remember there is always light at the end of the tunnel. It is my pleasure now to introduce to you our speaker, Julie. Julie casts light on even the darkest of situations with her insightful ideas, tools, and strategies to reignite performance, productivity, profits, employee enrichment, and general well-being. She is an award-winning adventurer, entrepreneur, sought-after speaker, and the go-to consultant in resilience, positivity, employee well-being, and strengths-based leadership. Something you would find very interesting about Julie, she has climbed several high altitude mountains, attempted a solo swim of the English Channel, and has led multinational teams of men and women on 61 expeditions to more than 20 countries, including the Arctic and the Antarctica. Her experience in challenging unpredictable and remote environments gives her the leading edge when it comes to overcoming obstacles and remaining calm, focused, and optimistic. Some of her corporate clients include HSBC, FedEx, Land Rover, Zayed University, Adnock, Enoch, Coca-Cola, the list just goes on. Before I hand over to Julie, just a few housekeeping notes. Please send your comments through the chat feature, which you will find at the bottom of your screen. And feel free to post your questions in the q and tab. I will be happy to pose your questions to Julie after her presentation. So let's have some fun and uh, let's learn from Julie. Over to you, Julie.
1: Thank you very much for that wonderful, wonderful introduction. So, good morning from my. Mountaintop, lakeside, self-created studio here on Yass Island um, in the geographically convenient Zoom room. So we're, we're Zooming in from anywhere, which is uh, one of the great gifts of this time period. A big, big thank you, Sharon. for um, it's a great way to kickstart our collaboration with only webinars, because I think so many more people are very Hungry and thirsty for information and how to implement that information, which is more important, you know, that actually taking action on the, on the knowledge. Um, Thank you for um, our uh, viewers for our webinar ETH for investing time in yourself. I can guarantee this is going to be a great return on your investment, which will pay dividends we are living longer than ever before so to make sure that we can live a full and fulfilling life it's very very important to make sure that we've got strong foundations and that those foundations is definitely our health our well-being and our happiness they are the three critical bases the foundation so that you can rise to the personal and professional summit so just before we kick start into the session i'd like to kind of get a feel of the group um, with a quick question of how do you feel right now on a scale of one to ten, with 10 being absolutely amazing and one being pff, shocking um, on a scale of one to ten in terms of your health, your well-being, and your happiness. So in the chat box, please just put a number whether it's one, three, five, seven, it's super super easy this will just give us an opportunity to to get the vibe um, of the tribe in in the room um, and then Sherad will kindly give me who's brave enough to um, answer first and put some numbers in there what do we uh, have
0: we have uh, trisha with a 10 on 10 believe it or not woo, woo. yeah yeah <laughs> and and there's a nine and i encourage others also to share their state of where they feel they are on a 10 point scale there is an eight that has also come in from uh, Priyanka. So I think uh, we are all on a high. Very, very good. I could
1: actually sense that, you know, I have something that I pick up energy and I tested my own energy this morning. And yeah. if you can hear this, and it's very, very good. So we have very, very good energy in the room. And I'm glad that there was nobody below five. <laughs>
0: yeah, we don't that have anybody it, below five. It
1: makes that. a big, big difference. So um, what are we going to be doing over the next kind of 30, 35 minutes or so? It's going to be very, very exciting. And what I'm sharing with you is not rocket science. It's really some simple, simple um, insights, tips, tools, strategies. And they are so simple that they're very, very easy to implement an action in your everyday life. And often when things get a little bit challenging and there's lots of change and we get busy, kind of managing, juggling lots of things, we we simply forget certain things, certain things that we need to do. And so this session really is all about self-remembering. It's about some of the simple things that we can do every day. And it's about you, Uh, it's really about you as your greatest asset, the things that you can do and be account able, response able for. So I'd like to start just with a, a lovely kind of image. And, and I like this feeling of freedom already. You'll notice in all of the slides, there's lots of water. Um, for me, water is very fluid. It's very agile. It's very strong. It's very intuitive. And I think, you know, there's a lovely quote by Lao Tzu, stand like mountain, flow like water. And there are times, yes, when we do like the mountains behind me, need to stand strong and grounded and stable and resilient. And there are also times when we need to let go and go with the flow and swim in the direction of the water instead of swimming upstream and hanging on for the side and saying, no, I've always done it this way. I'm not going to change. You know, there's that lovely Zen proverb: let go or be dragged. So now I think more than ever is the time to be more like water to be able to, like a river, weave its way around the obstacles, adapt to the environment that it's in, and respond to what's going on underneath, what's ahead, and, and what's driving it behind. And, and, of course, a river knows that it's going to greater things. It's going to the ocean. So, let's all go to the ocean. <laughs> so, this lovely uh, kind of first image is this, this sense of freedom and liberation. Um, And you know, the ebb and flow of the water, the swing, we go forward and then we come back, but we know we're gonna go forward again, we're gonna come back. And this is really about being the master of your life by putting your health, well-being, and happiness first. That is the priority because then everything else will follow. So you're either a master or you a victim. And we get to choose, you know, some things we don't get to choose, um, but we do get to choose, am I a master? I'm response able, I'm account able, or I am somebody that's a victim. And what does a victim do? They blame, they complain, they justify, or this happened because this, or the market's not good or it's raining so I can't do that, I'm too old, I'm too young, I don't have enough experience. Or they really beat themselves up and they give themselves a hard time. And so as, as Shurad mentioned earlier, optimism, This is one of the essential skills of our mental, emotional well-being, but also of resilience. It's one of the most critical skills that we can have. Are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? And sometimes we kind of merge between the two depending on what's going on in our life. But if you're the kind of person that jumps out of bed every morning thinking, great, I've got another day on this planet, I'm still breathing, I've got a chance to make a difference, then that is definitely an optimist. The pessimist is looking, oh, it's another day. Oh, the weather's not looking that great. Oh, I'm good. And they're, they're what I call the ain't it awful club. They're looking at all the things that could go wrong or the not so great things. That's where their mindset is. And if you're aware of that, you can flip it back over to the optimist mindset, which says kind of pragmatically that, okay, things might not be super, super great right now, and they will get better that lovely quote from the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, everything will be all right in the end, and if it's not all right, it's not the end. So just keep that one in mind as a perfect you know, optimism quote. So let's move on to really uh, talk about, you know, get an idea of what we're gonna be covering in the next 20, 30 minutes. We're gonna be talking about our health. And this is our first Well, For me, it's my top, top value. I was actually born on World Health Day, the 7th of April, back in 2002. So that gives you an idea of my chronological age is 58, but I'm sure my biological age is less. And I'm sure, you know, I still think I'm 36, you know, I still go out there and pretend I'm 36. So we're going to be talking about how you think, eat, move, and sleep. To really supercharge your health and, in particular, your immune system, which is super important right now. We're gonna focus in on well being, which is, you know, some people say, what's the difference between health and well being? Of course, they're kind of interrelated, but most people think about health in terms of some of your numbers, you know, your cholesterol, your red blood cell count, your natural killer cells, your um, triglycerides, all of these kind of biomarkers. Um, And and, and health is really a total well-being, so well-being, I tend to think of how we're feeling, you know, how are we, you know, at one, are we, you know, with ourselves in terms of positive emotions, our mind. Happiness, you know, I mean, we have a Minister of Happiness here in the UAE. Um, You know, back in 2016, I took a team of 16 people to Bhutan, which is known as the land of happiness. You know, back in 1974 I think the fourth king of Bhutan said let's focus on gross national happiness instead of GDP and everybody thought at the time this is very strange you know and then United Nations I think it was in 2011 um, happiness was on the global agenda so this is you know important stuff guys so we're going to talk about joy you know this is one of our highest emotions and highest energy. And then we'll kind of have a power, what I call a power of three. So that's three simple things that you're going to do every day. And I'm gonna really emphasize every day because consistency is key. We don't just think I'm gonna look after myself for one week, get really, you know, eat well, think well, sleep well, and then that's my, my deposit for the year. This is about making daily, daily deposits consistently. And then we're going to have some questions and answers. So if there's anything that you thought, oh, I'd love to know an answer to this. If I've got the answer, I'll give it to you. If I haven't, I'll find out. <laughs> so let's move on. On to why. You know, why now? Um, I, you know, for me, health and wellness is, is, is being my lifestyle, my, my top, top value for many, many years. My background in sports science. So... 30 some years ago, I spent, you know, four years studying science, you know, the physicality of the body and everything. And I think now more than ever, because we are experiencing more challenges and change, but we are living longer. I mean, the average age now of a woman is apparently like like 75 living longer. And that's amazing. So we want to make sure that we're living a full and fulfilling life into what used to be known as the golden years. Um, and now some people are calling it the silver tsunami, you know, the gray hairs are this rolling boulder of energy and they've still got, you know, I've still got 30, 40, 50 years ahead of me. I want to fill it, I want to live it. Um, so this is really important. And I put the word treading water Because I think, you know, to use that analogy of kind of in water treading and you're kind of looking left and right, what's going to happen? What's the new regulations? How is business going to go? You know, and and how long will this last? How will that impact me? So we're kind of treading water a little bit. And many, many people are looking for direction and looking for more clarity and for control. Um, And when things feel out of control and a little bit up in the air, the thing that we can control are our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our behaviors, which then impacts our results. So this is really tuning into your inner compass and your inner guidance about what can I control. So we know there's lots going on in the news right now, and I think it's super smart to be aware of that, but not to be consumed by it so that you're forever looking at this and scrolling down and then putting yourself into this oh oh oh," state you know i think be aware of it but then we all have the the power and the control to create our own world and to create our own health well-being and happiness so this is really why i think it's it's critical right now that we um still kind of be aware and present but keep taking action because it's very easy to, to kind of fall into analysis, paralysis, and stand still and then lose ground and say, Well, we'll just wait, we'll just wait. So we can take charge of our own health, and I think that definitely creates a ripple effect. I love being around people that are buzzing with energy, they're talking about ideas, um, plans, how they're going, how they're adapting, responding, and rewiring with the current circumstances. I'd much rather spend people time with people like that than people with Oh my gosh, it's shocking. Did you read the paper? Did you read the news? What's going to happen? And it's just (laughs) like, drain all your energy. So this is why I think now it's critical. This is something that we can control. And this is why we put this webinar on. You can have all the technical skills. You can have three PhDs and masters. If you're not healthy, if you're not happy, and you're feeling like, then nothing's going to work. So how are we going to do this? Um, it would be interesting to kind of find out from you how many people have already got what, they, what I would call daily disciplines. Um, and these are things that you do on a regular basis that you have set for yourself. Um, you know, it could be something, I mean, we, we all brush our teeth every morning. That's a, that's a discipline. That is hardwired. We don't even think, oh, I am going to brush my teeth now. We just automatically get up and do that. So I'd like to hear some, uh, you know, pop it in the chat box, you know, daily disciplines, you know, do you make sure that you drink, you know, two liters of water? Um, Do you make sure that you get to bed at the regular time, you know, like 10, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night? Do you set your alarm and you're always up at five? So maybe you can have some courageous ones in the room that can put a few of their daily disciplines. you know, is it exercise? Is it reading for an hour? Is it um, creating your um, to-do list or to-be list? Um, Is it making sure that you connect with family and friends? Now these are all kind of small daily disciplines that all like compound interest, build up and stack up so that you feel good. So we can put those into the the, uh, kind of daily disciplines, healthy habits, um, resilience rituals, And this is really the reason why I put a surfer on here is because right now, we're all riding the waves of change. Now, this is about being there and looking around and being very, very present and being able to read the waves so that we can go with it instead of flipping over. So what do we have in there, Shiraz? We have Trisha.
0: Tricia is bold enough and she says she goes for a jog every morning. That is discipline.
1: Very good. It is. And the word every morning is music to my ears because consistency is key. You know, if you do once a week for three months and then life takes over and you think, no, I'm too busy. Anybody that says I'm too busy to take charge of my health and well-being and say, well, you better make some time to not be so well and put some money inside into your medical health care and stuff and it's the same with meditation when people i don't have time to meditate and they think well you need to meditate twice as long as the person that does have time to meditate um so these are some simple simple things Um, Ali
0: has piped in julie and he says he starts his mornings with a smile
1: very good and you know when we smile we have this internal pharmacy that is free, you don't need a prescription, you don't need any permission, you don't need any permits, you don't need to go and see a doctor. But the minute you smile, that often you know, gets a smile from somebody else. Sometimes that turns into laughter and it's, that really kicks in the endorphins, anandamide, dopamine, serotonin, all of these incredible feel-good hormones that are all free. And they really, really impact our immune system as well for the better. So thank you, Ali, for that. Yeah, a big, big smile. And normally, when I'm uh, speaking to large groups and presentations, then please turn to the person next to you, give them the biggest, biggest smile ever, and it, and it, you know it, it raises the energy in the room. Um, so we're talking about disciplines, habits, and rituals. So think about those. You know, keep a little logbook. I'm kind of quite, you know, this is my expedition site. You know, I have a checklist that I tick off. Yes, um, exercise. Um, meditated half an hour, green tea, I've had my vitamins, mineral supplements, um, I've made three sales calls, I've um, done one webinar, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm really, really, you know, I phoned a friend, you know, this social connection, um, I'm thinking of new ideas, etc. So we're all currently riding the waves of change. And I talk about this word harmony. Um, you know, people talk about work-life balance, and I think that's a load of, too myself. You know, to me, balance means that nothing's moving. And for me, you know we want movement. everything's moving all of the time. We're moving our minds, we're moving our body, we're moving our emotions. And harmony means all the different areas of our life: our health, our family, our sports our work, our learning, our our community service, and they're all in harmony. And we know when one goes out of harmony, it's like somebody singing out of tune in the choir, you think, oh, that doesn't sound so good. And we can sense that ourselves. And and being very, very much in the now, this is critical. Learn from the past and have that as a, a reference point. What's now, and then creating what's next. So, people that kind of worry about the future or are still not letting go, oh, I should have said that, I should have done this, or, you know, still carrying that, that's very, very heavy. So, let that go right now, because right now we're in the only webinar Zoom room and we're focusing on our health, well being, and happiness. So, let's have a little look at health. I love this picture because it's, you know, it really says about the ripple effect that you know, when you put a, a, a small stone in the water, it sends out positive ripples. And I think our health has that impact. When you're around people that are healthy and happy and energized, it's oh, it's like a big magnet and it draws success. I mean, we all want to be around people that have give off that vibe. So the little acronym that I have is TEMS, how to think, eat, move, and sleep, and there's a few additions onto that, for optimal health and well-being. This will help boost our immune system. So the thoughts, the power of our thoughts, you know, the the mind is everything, and this is a quote by the Buddha, the mind is everything, what you think, you become. So think good thoughts. Um, You know, the words that we speak, do we say, I choose, I decide, I have created, I'd love to, I have decided to, or do we say, I could, I can, I can't, I should. So how we're thinking is very, very important. Eating, what are we eating? Are we eating good foods that fuel our energy? Or are we eating foods that really drain us? So people do intermittent fasting, some people eat small and often, you know, some people eat plant-based, some people are vegetarian, pescatarian. I'm not kind of going to say to you, you must do X, Y, Z. What I'm saying here is just be very conscious about the food that you're putting into your body. Um, this is like putting engine oil or petrol in your car. You wouldn't put rubbish in your car and expect it to run smoothly. So this is very, very important. So the eating, and again, you know, that could be a whole webinar about anti-inflammatory foods, alkaline foods. How are moving? You know, a lot of us now are sitting still for long periods of time and watching a screen. And as the minute that we sit down for a long period of time, our circulation becomes sluggish and our metabolic rate drops. So this is important that we get up every 90 minutes, move around, take some nice deep breaths in to reoxygenate our body. The other M I'm going to add to that is meditate, to make sure that we give ourselves the gift of stillness and silence. And this is um, to prevent what I call a monkey mind. You know, when we've got lots of programs running along in our minds and what happens with our computer when we do that? It crashes. (laughs) It really says I'm not playing. So like the computer that crashes or overload, we need to switch off and reboot and, and meditation is super cool for that. Sleeping, to be able to get six to eight hours of sleep consistently, this is one of our superpowers. This is a time when we're regenerating, renewing, and we all make much better decisions when we've had a good night's sleep, that's for sure. So when people say, I'll sleep on it, that means (laughs) that's very smart, you know, I'll think about it and I'll give you my answer in the morning, Um, because if you've been deprived of sleep, you know, 24 hours, then it's the same as being uh, drunk, literally, you know, that we have a foggy brain, we're not making wise decisions. So that's really kind of a a short acronym for thinking, eating, moving, and sleeping. I would add to that social connection. It's important that we stay socially connected, maybe physically distant, but socially connected, and that we stay hydrated. I'm conscious of time, and I know that we are at... 1127. So let me move on to the next slide that really focuses on well being. And this is many, many different types of well being physical, mental, emotional, psychological, financial, environmental. You know, is the environment that you're in conducive to you feeling healthy and happy? And, you know, we have something called a negativity bias, which is hardwired into us. And this is, for example, somebody. Six people tell me, Julie, you look great today. You look so happy and energized. And then one person tells me, you look a little bit tired today. Guess what? The negativity bias thinks about that one person that says I'm tired and completely forgets about the six people. So that's when we're aware of that, you can think, okay, thank you, negativity bias. I will focus on those six good things and, and let that one thing fall apart, fall away. So positive emotions are things like joy, love, pride, amusement, serenity, gratitude, super, super. And again, we choose how we feel. There's something called the positivity ratio, which means that, you know, this is um, uh, Dr. Barbara Fredrickson. We need five positive emotions to every one negative or neutral emotion to actually thrive. So we need to make sure that we're having micro moments of connection of joy across each day so that we can keep that balance nice. If it's three to one, then that's the tipping point. If it's two to one or one to one or zero positive to one negative, that's when we see people feeling sad, anxious, depressed. And it's really, really important to be aware of this. And when I asked at the beginning of the session, you know, you're one to 10, most people are at around a seven and that's the kind of positivity offset. This is when people in the big picture, you know, not the tiny micro moments, but the big picture, everything's okay. I'm breathing, I'm sleeping, I'm eating, I've got a roof over my head, food in the fridge, I've got friends, I've got opportunities. So in the big picture. So be very, very conscious of positive emotions. And, and also be aware of the negative or not so. I mean, embrace them all. Positive psychology just doesn't focus on the positive emotions. It focuses on, you know, they're messengers. When we feel angry or sad, it's simply a message. What's the opposite of sad? It's happy. <laughs> you know, what do I need to shift myself from being sad to happy? So an emotionally intelligent person would say, I'm naming it to tame it. This is how I feel. This is how I'd like to feel instead. And so this is the power and the control that we actually have. So that's an, an a very very in a nutshell in terms of well-being and, and what we can do in terms of our emotions and being conscious of those so happiness we're chasing the pursuit of happiness um and, and most people think that things or stuff uh, will make them happy uh, but the science shows that it's experiences and connections and micro moments of joy uh, that really really bring us happiness. So let's just have a quick joy check-in. Can you write in the chat box three things that bring you joy? And that could be people, places, or activities. So it could be your partner, your kids, your dog, um, walking, swimming, um, joining webinars, uh, being in nature. So let's just get some feedback on that one. What are, how do we bring more joy into our life? And, and what brings us joy will give us energy, basically. So let's, uh, let's see what we have in there.
0: We have uh, reading a book, uh, Excellent. we have listening to music. Super. And we have seen people smile, do exciting things, and fresh air.
1: Fresh air, yeah. <laughs> I think we all need that, isn't it? I mean, we know that you know science and everything tells us that being out in nature, you know, by water in particular, because of the the ions, the negative ions, and and grounding, if we can walk barefoot on a beach or barefoot on grass, much, much healthier than being inside in air-conditioned walls, fluorescent lighting, and concrete walls. I highly recommend, I talk to my clients, you know, I say, please, please promise me you will take a daily, what I call a bio blitz. You know, your recommended daily allowance of not just your vitamins and minerals, but of nature, mother nature. So just looking at, you know, even if you can have plants in your room, that's at least better than nothing, you know. Have a cold shower, you know, connect with nature is super, super important. Because for sure, what brings people joy will give you more energy, definitely, definitely. And and we talk about flow, you know, when I work with clients or groups or teams, we talk about being in flow when you lose all track of time. I went out for a walk this morning, and I realized, oh, we've been walking an hour and a half. And because we were chatting, there was myself and a colleague, and we were chat, 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 and then we both looked at our watch, it. oh, we better turn back again <laughs> back, you know? I said, I'm doing a webinar this morning, I need to drive my home. So this is about being in flow when time literally stands still. Um, and that could be, you know, for some people, it's playing with kids, it's playing the piano, it's out cycling it's reading it's listening to inspirational music so this is the kind of the happiness and you know when you when you know your strengths because i do a lot of work on strength based leadership then you can play to your strengths and focus on what's strong and that has been scientifically proven to make you healthier happier build better relationships build more trust navigate change so this is your what the japanese call your ikigai your purpose your reason for being Um, and and that's really about the joy and the happiness on that one so let's move on because i'm conscious of time it would be very very interesting because i said this is not rocket science this is all simple stuff but we sometimes forget so this is a little mm, 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 positive nudge what was the the kind of top takeaway from today was there something that oh yeah i need to make sure i do that you know I need to smile I need to drink more water I need to exercise I need to think better thoughts um, I need to focus on what brings me joy so let's let's have a, a little um, some feedback in terms of the, the, the top takeaway from today don't be shy <laughs> for some people it's I I need to look at more pictures of water.
0: (laughs) We have uh, have Priyanka who says, uh, need to meditate. Okay, Uh, Ali has said, ikiga. Maybe you can explain a little more of what that means. Yes. And uh, mind is everything and water is so refreshing.
1: Yes, super, super. I mean, the, the ikigai, is a Japanese uh, secret, you know, to longevity and happiness and health and success. And there are certain what's known as blue zone areas, and they're mainly in Japan. I think there's one in Greece, in Akaria. And they are the highest number of centurions, people that live way over 100. And what they said is that they have meaning and purpose in their life. They focus on what's strong, not what's wrong. Um, They have a strong community. They eat well. When they're 80% full, they stop eating. They keep moving, even if they're moving slowly. You know, at 105, you're maybe not sprinting anymore, but you're still moving. And they have this strong sense of purpose. So what skills have they have? What strengths do they have? What is their passion? What's their purpose? And that really is that guy. And there's whole books on it. It's a beautiful beautiful kind of concept. And um, I think when you know what your purpose is on the planet, then that's when you thrive. So this power of three, three three, uh, ships sailing, three yacht sailing, three things. This is some course to action now because we can attend lots of seminars, go to conferences, read books. If we don't take any action, it's been a complete waste of time. So I would say your power of three, and this would be three things that you now commit to do daily and, and really highlight that word daily um because this is when it, the magic happens you when you do the work this works uh, daily consistent action and see this as deposits into your health well-being and happiness account you know, even small deposits you know having a giggle break when you think things are getting a bit too serious you know smile and say hey we need to lighten up people or let me have a nice sip of green tea or savor a dark piece of chocolate or go for a walk or stroke the dog, or, you know, cuddle with your kids. Um, so this is important. So power of three, what's your power of three? And uh, who's going to be brave and very courageous and put their, their top three things that they're going to do? It's a bit similar to the takeaway. Um, and this is something that's going to be a discipline, a ritual, a habit that you rewire it.
0: What do we have? We have, I, I, I have put in my three. One is exercise daily, even yes. if it is 10 minutes, half an hour, doesn't matter. Uh, de-stress, because I find I sometimes get too bogged down and it's only 12 noon, yes. uh, too much happening in life. And uh, there is this FOMO concept of fear of missing out. So, yes. you know, staying uh, online all the time. And maybe send, uh, set up uh, realistic goals.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's interesting that you put that um, FOMO. I have something called JOMO, joy of missing out. <laughs> you know? I think it's part of a health and well being. We need to take digital detoxes and, and say, you know, maybe it's a Friday or it's a certain time in the evening where we literally switch this off, you know, and, and definitely to get a good night's sleep. You know, I would highly recommend that people are not watching the TV or on this an hour before they sleep because it drastically impacts, uh, you know, your sleep with the melatonin
0: production. So, um, you know, this Tisha, is there's to- one more comment that's coming from Tricia. Yeah. and she's talking about sharing her thoughts by writing a journal or a blog post. Very good, yes. The power of the pen or the power
1: of tapping out. That's a great way to express emotions, you know, because unresolved emotions or unexpressed emotions can cause havoc with your body. You know, we say the body speaks the mind. (laughs) So be careful what you're thinking.
0: (laughs) And Ishwar says, uh, associate yourself with positive and like-minded people. Very, very
1: good. Yeah. I think it was Jim Rohn that said you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're spending a lot of time home alone, it's very even more (laughs) important. You have these social groups, you know. Uh, there's many, many social groups and tribes and mastermind groups and only webinars. I think this is a great way to, to make sure that we're staying connected, engaged, informed, impacted and inspired, of course. Yes, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Super, super duper duper. Well, let's move on. I think I've only got, I mean, this is a, a slide to, you know, from, from my heart to your heart to make sure that we stay connected because um, this is not a one hit wonder. <laughs> this is, you know, a continuous journey health, well-being, personal development is a process, it's a journey. And today has just been one of those steps. So there's my details. If you wanna take a screenshot of that, this is how you can stay connected. Um, One little resource that I'd like to share with you is a 30-day MBE, that's Mind Body Emotion Challenge, and you'll find that on my website. And this is 10 things you can do for your mind, 10 things for your body, 10 things for your emotions. That if you do them over the next 30 days, I'd love to hear from you, You watch the magic happen. So that's how we can stay connected. And of course, sharad has got all my details. This is the first of many, many uh, collaborations. Um, yes. and, and really, I'm gonna kind of end before we go to Q&A on something that is critical to our health and wellness and happiness. And there are many, many magical words in the English language. And two of them are, thank you. and really look at somebody in the eye and say, thank you, I really appreciate that. You know, with the smallest of things, if somebody's thirsty and you give them some water, wow, that's huge. You know, so it doesn't always have to be big financial things. You know, people think, well, I don't have enough money to be able to help people right now, I'm I'm helping myself. And, you know, it could be giving somebody a hug, um, giving somebody some water. Lending somebody a dirham or two dirhams to put in the car parking thing. What I'm saying, good people, is that gratitude, an attitude of gratitude and appreciation and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, which, you know, three times in the morning, I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I'm alive. I'm awake. I've got another day on this planet. That's awesome. And even keep a gratitude journal. One of the uh, colleagues mentioned a journal and to write down the things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for today, I'm grateful for my hot coffee, I'm grateful for the sunshine, the sky, the water. You know, the, the, I say water because I think this is gonna be one of our new currencies. We, we can't live without water. We can go without food for 30 days. We can go without water probably for about three days. Um, and you know, we are 70% water. The planet is 70% water, so we are, we are the planet, we are, you know, and, and, and what's happening in and around us, so I love this picture, of this is gratitude of water, and if you can't get into the sea, go take a cold shower or soak in a long hot bath, I mean, this is, this is absolutely critical, so let's move over to, to Q&A, let the tide yes. come rolling in and, and see what we have out there.
0: Yeah, we've already got a couple of questions, but before I start with those, I have one of my own, Julie. Yes. And that is, what has been a life-changing moment for you when you look back at your life so far?
1: Wow, Uh, I had many. I mean, I'm 58 years young, so you can imagine that I've had quite a few. Um, You know, moving to the Middle East when I was 27 was huge. I think, you know, one that really uh, stands uh, comes to mind always is On my 40th birthday, um, it was 18 years ago now, folks, I decided to go and climb a mountain. And people said, what are you doing climbing a mountain? Most people have a party for their 40th birthday. They don't go and put themselves through that stress. And I'd been to Malaysia on an educational trip, and I'd seen a mountain called Kota Kinabalu and it just you know it spoke to me it had my name it was like calling me julie 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 come here and so i asked our um, guide how long does it take to climb that mountain you know what's the best time etc cetera, etc cetera. and he said april is a good time it takes 3 days it's 4095 meters a good general level of fitness and i said i am coming back next year i'm going to climb that mountain for my birthday i managed to persuade Five other women to do that and we reached the summit of Kota Kinabalu on the 7th of April 2002 World Health Day. I'm standing on top of a mountain, feeling totally alive. I'm on a mountain, I'm on a natural high, and ka-ching, that was the name for my business, mountain high. So that was a very pivotal moment to shift from the kind of health, fitness and sports management industry to shift into adventure travel experiences and to really explore and immerse myself in nature and take teams of people that was pivotal you know amazing. that was that that was a light bulb moment
0: <laughs> amazing amazing i wish I, I was with you on that uh, trip <laughs> okay now i'm uh there's a question from ali he wants to wants you to advise him some ways on how to deal with stress in today's world
1: sure you know stress there's good stress and there's bad stress. we need stress because that's what drives us with our goals and our motivations. We, you know, we say we set goals and, and we're driven and that's a little bit of stress, that's good stress. And obviously if we saw a car coming towards us, there's no saber toothed tigers anymore. It's probably more like a car or something. You jump out of the way. And that's, you know, that's critical that we have that. But then there's this, what I call chronic stress. There's this is like daily stress that's coming from in and all around us. And that's, that's like having a toothache that never goes away. It's like that ee, 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 all of the time, it's tiny, tiny, and then it just something snaps, and we go ballistic, and we go, I can't take it anymore. So what we need to do is identify, first of all, what, what causes our stress. Is it certain people? Is it certain places? Is it certain environments? Is it certain activities that you know, make us feel stressful? For some people going to a networking event, if they're more of an introvert, it's very stressful. I mean I've talked to people and I don't, they don't know me. Um, sometimes it's financial stress, sometimes it's a health, sometimes it's relationships. many many things. And I think the first is identifying the stressors and then showing where does that stress show up in my life? am I getting you know am I getting pains in neck and necks in my shoulder because I'm using my you know, um, technology um, people are getting techie necks they're getting our shoulders hunched up and everything. Um, You know, people often say that if you're getting a sore throat, it's because you're not speaking your truth. You know, the body is speaking the mind. If you've got a backache, you're not feeling supported. You know, I sometimes get ache in my left hip, and that's about moving forward when I'm procrastinating, or not making a decision. So what can we do about this? You know, we can identify it so we can actually make sure we don't spend time with that person (laughs) or in that environment or that activity. And it's really about um, relaxation techniques and positive coping uh, strategies. So relaxation could be meditating, going for long walks, listening to inspirational music, cutting out the visual, switching off technology. It could be floating in the sea, walking barefoot. It could be being in nature, reading inspirational literature, having a massage, having a good laugh. You know, phone a friend and say, come on, tell me a few jokes, I need a good laugh. Um, and, and these are kind of relaxation techniques where we literally just kind of choose to let go and switch off. And then the, the kind of coping strategy, um, I've used this a couple of times on, on trips, is what I call grounding. And this is really kind of pulling in this mental energy that might be scattered and everywhere. And so literally I take people, I say, just close your eyes, Take three deep breaths and put your hand on your heart. So this is connecting to your heart because we have a thinking mind and a feeling heart. Slowly breathing in for a count of five, exhaling out for five. And doing that and then just really feeling that strong connection to your heart. And then asking yourself beautiful self-compassion question, which is, what do I need right now? And the first thing that comes into your mind, it could be, I need a hug. I need a good cry. I need some water. I need to take a power nap. I need to um, find somebody that can help me with this challenge that I'm facing. And this is the ultimate self-compassion. This is really giving yourself the gift of tapping into your heart intelligence or your gut. I mean, we have three brains, your head, your heart, and your gut, and asking, what do I need right now? What do I need to heal right now? Um, Who can help me? So I think you know stress is not to be suffered in silence. It's to be looking and thinking. Well, who could I ask for help? Because asking for help is a sign of strength, not of weakness. So so many different things you can do to combat stress. Um, I'm Happy to share more resources. It, it really is about you know identifying your stressors. What are some of the symptoms you're experiencing? Is it sleepless nights? You know, tummy ache um you know headaches etc and then what are the some of the things that you can do that you know work for you because everybody's different you know for some people i had one lady and i said what do you do to de-stress and she said i i and i went oh my goodness you can have my eye <laughs> she said it's just it's continuous flowing music you know and and for some people it's playing with the kids For some people it's um getting out on a bike i mean there's so many so many different ways and and you know they're all very very accessible as well um you know there's some great uh websites you know apps i have insight timer on my phone and sync tuition and there's another one that i use called brain sync kelly howell and they're guided meditations and this really you know if you, you need to listen to them with headphones uh, it's called binaural brain sync s-y-n-c And just to listen to that, it really, really does. You can actually almost feel your heart rate going down, your blood pressure going down, the cortisol levels, you know, um, squealing. This is so important right now because we all know that stress weakens the immune system and that's the last thing we want to do right now. So talk it out, talk to somebody. Um, uh, I mean, I run whole workshops on stress management. So, you know, it's a great question. Thank you, Ali, thank you for
0: asking. Right, I have one more and that is, who is your role model
1: and why? Oh, that's a great question, you know. And um, there are many role models that are uh, still living and there are many that have passed. And, um, you know, my father was a great role model for me. And he passed last year in January at the grand age of 92. So he had a good run for his innings. And um, I'm one of four children and I have two older sisters. Then there's a 10 year gap and then I came along and then another year gap and my brother came along. And so my mom had two, uh, you know, a 10 year old and an 11 year old, and then she had me and then my brother. So she kind of handed me to my dad saying, please look after Julie, I got so much on my hand. So I spent a lot of time with my father and he was a great traveler. And he was um, very sporty, very outgoing, he loved people and um, so i spent a lot of time with him as a young girl and even though geographically you know i moved to the middle east when i was 27 i've been living in the you know middle east and asia for many many years now i've been the closest to him so i think you know definitely my father a great role model my mom who's now 95 she'll be 96 next month amazing resilient woman um you know and i love reading so I like Lao Tzu, I'm very interested in Eastern philosophy. I like people that are following their dreams, um, striving to fulfill ambitions, dreams and goals. So they could be, you know, um, next week I have an intern that's starting with me from Abu Dhabi University and she's so young and so curious and so down at that. This is fantastic, you know, I often say to people, have um, people in your life that are 10, 15 years younger than you and then 10, 15 years, what I call wiser, not older, wiser than you, because it's this bridging this, you know, millennial and sage, you know, a brand new techie savvy, and then experience wisdom, you know, hard earned experience. So I think, you know, when I see people, whether it's in sports, in business, in life, in retail, in any industry that are really, you know, in line with their icky guy, their passion and their purpose, I just think, that's fantastic. You go for it. So, you know, I could talk about, you know, Sir Edmund Hillary, the first, you know, guy that climbed Everest. I could talk about, you know, the the fastest swimmer of the Channel, and all of these kind of things. But I think I'm surrounded um, by role models everywhere I look. There's somebody that is, you know, aiming high and pushing for their dream. But yeah, my dad. Yeah.
0: Great, great answer. And uh, on this happy note, I'm going to kind of uh, thank you, Julie. Uh, for, uh, you know, motivating us, inspiring us, I, what should I say, sharing your life's experiences with us. Yes. Uh, for me personally, there have been a lot of takeaways, I have scribbled a lot of notes on my paper here, mind is everything, ikigai, attitude of gratitude, keep uh, moving, yes. uh, you know, I guess it's very important and uh, stay positive. Uh, And like uh, we started in the beginning, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. We have to keep going. And uh, it's funny how later in life we can laugh at those uh, stressful moments on how (laughs) we went through them and how it was a breeze because everything in life is relative, you know? So uh, I think attitude of gratitude uh, will see all of us through the present times and in good times and let's uh, stay positive, uh, keep good company, uh, develop good habits. I'm just trying to sum up everything that you told us, Julie. everything that you shared with us. Yeah. And I, I'm uh, really grateful to you for uh, taking the time and initiative to collaborate with us at only webinars. This is uh, first of the many uh, things that we are planning to do together. Yes. I'd love to have you back on another subject Uh, with the same audience and uh, a new audience as well, as we grow uh, this series. And finally, thank you to all the participants uh, for investing your time with us. And I'm sure you also have had some uh, takeaways that are going to help you in your future life. So thank you all, stay tuned with Julie and you know where to find me at onlywebinars.com and uh, stay safe which is I think the most important message in today's uh, context and uh, stay blessed. Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Bye Go nice. and have some fun. <laughs> yes, enjoy life. Have fun. That was the final message. Thank, Thank you, Julie. you. Thank and you. Good. Thank you.